Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, you know that when we got out, I was washing that when I had COVID, actually. Mm-hmm. One more day. You know when he starts chatting? Sorry. No. Oh. No. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. A big 2022. Hello and Whee! welcome back. <laughs> Whee! 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 Yeah, we have a little stunning gin and tonic with um, limes in there from my little bartender. And mm. um, we decided, you know what, January's bleak enough. Let's have a bloody drink. Let's get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, girlies. We're delighted you're listening to us again, and we're delighted we're cracking into 2022 with the bleakest month of all time. <laughs> but we're buzzing, <laughs> buzzing to be here. Woo-hoo. Woo! It's 30, flirty, and thriving. I'm 30! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Sorry. Happy birthday! Thank you! Sorry, I haven't seen you since you turned 30. But you were at my party. I was. We'll talk about how I spent my 30th in a while. Mm. Anyway! <laughs> 2022! Woo! Yeah, it was a bit of a weird Christmas, I must say. The differences between this episode and last our Christmas special is quite different. If only we knew what was coming. I was editing it, so I got COVID, and as I was editing the episode while I was sick, I just sound so naive and hopeful. But we were like, recording. you're all gonna see all your friends and stuff. And yeah. I had Tom Kalidas recording it. I can mm. hear it in it. Where I'm like, Bleh. I can yeah. hear it. I and know. we were drinking mulled wine. Which masked probably a lot of the feelings. Yeah. And that's a problem with, I defo had Omicron. And the symptoms of that, as everybody knows, is like a head cold, which you have one of them all December anyway. I didn't get any symptoms around it. Really? I had. I was like hoarse. Or maybe it was my tonsillitis that masked it, but I didn't yeah. have anything. It's funny, isn't it? I was just like a little bit tired, but it's like a mild head cold. Like I've gone to work way sicker. Oh, God, yeah. It's like you weren't sick enough to stay out of work, but you also were, obviously it's a virus and it's highly contagious. So I was glad to not be that sick, but it's just so fun. When I was listening back to the Christmas the episode. The hope, the cheer. And we were like, this is a festive kickoff. Yeah. And like, we were so blinded by the mulled wines that we didn't realise that once you get your diagnosis, the trapdoor gets pulled from under your feet and you can't talk your way out of COVID, baby. Hashtag Omnicronic. Can we talk about when I coined that? <laughs> you need to DM. I think you have to pay to do that. Oh, okay, fair. Anyway, whatever. Girls, we're back. We're delighted you're here with us. Yes. Let's kick it in. Kick it in. Pour yourself a gin and tonic. We don't care what time Sorry. of the day it is. If you're in the office, if you're going to bed. If you're commuting. If you're in the elevator, pour <laughs> yourself a drink. Because Blanuary is shit enough. So numb it with um. alcohol. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I think um, let's start with your test because your doors will then bring us soaring up. 
Yes, yeah. yeah into the mood we want to do. So, mm-hmm. what's your test? It's Christmas. I just on the twenty sixth. Oh no, no, God. no. Hear me out. Hear me out. On the twenty sixth, I become like allergic to Christmas. It just suddenly to me becomes so dated. I was in the airport on the third of January, and they were playing. Christmas music. I wanted to punch everyone in sight. I feel I feel like I can't even look at a Christmas tree on the 26th, let alone like 27, 28. It just, it, in my mind, it's over. I never want to eat the food, drink the drinks or have any cheer, festive cheer after the 25th. I'm done. I can't. I get what you're saying. I can't, I need the mental distancing. And I suppose because this year was a different Christmas anyway, but I'm just get so allergic to it. Like why Christmas FM runs past the 25th is beyond me. I think some people like to hold on to it though, which is okay. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. some people need to come down from Christmas. No, I, it's the opposite for me. I'm like at that. You're Gary the Grinch. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, but you know the way it's the tradition to take down like what the 6th or the 7th? I actually agree with you on that. Like they need to get rid of it earlier. I think having your Christmas decorations up for too long is the equivalent of having your t- Christmas decorations up too early. Understood. You know, if you had it up in November. And I know, obviously, this year people needed festive cheer. But I just fundamentally can't... <laughs> Drop me out. <laughs> Drop me out. I don't want any more Christmas shit. I think that's fair. Mine's kind of... Is mine the same? No, not really. Mine is just January. (laughs) Like, I hate January. And I was really sad yesterday. I was talking to my sister and she was like, but you said this last January. And I was like, oh, did I? She was like, you hate January. Mm. I hate it. It's boring. It's mundane. (laughs) I don't like any of those things. And my mum, I essentially got COVID over Christmas. And I got a bit angry at the start of when I figured it out. And through my door, I go, um, I go, this place, I shouldn't have swear, shouldn't swear. But I was like, this place is shit. <laughs> I'm getting out of here the second I'm negative. I'm never, I'm never coming back. And I was like, it's so boring, like hysterical. And my mum goes through the door. She goes, sorry, <laughs> sorry. It cannot be a 24-hour party all the time. And I go, and I taunt Silas at the time, and I just go, why not? And that's how I feel about January. <laughs> what a funny argument to be having with Oh, I'd mom. say if you're my brother and sister listening to it, like I'd say, they were just like, what's happened? So you're Sophie in one of her rants. No, but I was hysterical. <laughs> why not? Well, in fairness, you're trapped in your room. I know, but I was talking about partying. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, I think if you're stuck in your room, you will go a bit batshit. Well, apparently For, I did. <laughs> I don't remember. I was drunk. I'm just joking. Let's go on to Jadoras. That's enough negativity. It is. No one wants to listen to it. It is. My Jador. Now, I wasn't sure whether or not to put this my Jador or my Jador because I don't know. I still am in, I know how I feel about it, but I don't know how it feels about me. And it's my Christmas cocktail. So I think I talked about this in the Christmas special. What did you call it again? Celestial Sorbet. Yes. So my auntie's friend Celeste invented this cocktail and it is Prosecco, vodka and sorbet. That sounds so delicious. I'm really hot at the moment as well. I know. It's like a slushy. It's so good. And then this year, we weren't going to make it. And then our Christmas... Why? It was just... It it was like we never planned on it. Celeste wasn't there. Celeste wasn't there. She didn't have her ingredients. But then one of my sisters was like, I actually think there's sorbet in the fridge. We should think about that for Christmas Day. And I was like, 
because that cocktail hasn't really been my friend a few times, like it's just sent me over the edge. What you get plastered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I <laughs> I have to I have to be really careful around it, so I can never. I have to keep like my distance from it because I know it's like a part of my brain remembers the first time I had it. And then so, you know, when you have a sip of it, then you're like, what? Your brain's like, oh, well, I don't know what to do with this. Okay. Or my liver, maybe more so. So anyway, we had it and everybody had it bar my dad and my cousin's husband. And weirdly, they were the only people who kind of remember stuff. And uh, we did the 12 days of Christmas and like no one could pronounce any of the words. It's it was amazing. It's such a difficult song. Though. It is, it is. And it was... But it was really funny, but like, you know, like photos come up the next day and you're like, don't remember posing for that photo, don't remember this. We, oh God, yeah. So I was like, I'm only having one, I'm only having one. And my sister was like, yeah, grand. But then they were like, oh, we want to try it with raspberry sorbet. So I was like, I'm only having two, I'm only having two. Now it's a perfect cocktail after a big massive meal because like, it's like a defibrillator after being, so it's like, and you're like back to life. But it's the second one. I'm like licking my lips. That, that, yeah, that is the, you're kind of rolling the dice. So that's where my memory just gets a bit patchy. We rang Mick and I looked at the time. I was on the phone for 38 minutes. My, he got passed around my entire family. He went and he was like, oh my God, I have it's to go have a shave. Man. And he shaved before it. And then little did you know how like pissed everybody was. And then fast forward to the next day and I woke up and I was just like in that, you know, fear. You're like, what did I say? You know, it's kind of like, is this the calm before the storm? Or like what? Not even like, what did I say in the phone call? But like, you know, and you're kind of like trying to piece it together. And I woke up butt naked. With- I was going to say, were you finding trails of your clothes on the floor? Like butt naked. underpants, a sock, <laughs> a bra, a phone charger. <laughs> and I took off my boots and the zips were still up. I was like, how did I get out of them? <laughs> the zips are so impractical if you're plastered though you're like I don't need this I don't need this convenience and I had to get two potatoes beside my bed and as I contemplated oh I had no protein this year oh and as I um, was like contemplating like what the hell happened I was just like munching on who the cared top. you did basically an apple next to your bed I, I, I like... eat potatoes like apples till the cows come home I was just like munching on it being like I hope I'm not in trouble <laughs> You know, when you go home, you like revert to when you're like 15. Oh, I can't help it. It's like instinctive. Yeah. Even Whatever. <laughs> I want to party 24 7. Mom. I want to party 24 7 and never want to come back here. <laughs> Rock on. Anyway, yeah, so I, my, I'm going to hopefully, next Christmas, maybe I'll get, I feel like I'm getting better with this cocktail. And I want to try one. Yeah, maybe we should have one now. No. I don't have good. the ingredients. <laughs> we'll do it soon. Okay. Okay, what's your tutorial? Mine, I obviously didn't tell you this because I wanted to see your reaction when I told you. Because it's like, it's so catastrophic. But it's a beautiful ending. In a nutshell, okay. I came home here on the 31st at 5pm to London, right? Okay. And where we were going on New Year's was nine o'clock sharp. Like you couldn't not be there at nine for what we were doing. Okay, oh, okay. there's a tight turnaround. Yeah. Okay. So I was like five o'clock. I need to get home within two hours, which like getting your bag and passport patrol with COVID is a lot. And then I need to quickly get my shit together and then leave by eight. Right. And I got off the plane. The plane lands a bit early. I'm like, dream. Great. My bag comes out fairly grand. Then my passport control works in the electronic thing. I'm like, which never happens. Never happens to me. And then I get on the first train, no waiting around. Train gets me right here. I was flying. And then I stop in the shop around the corner and I get loads of booze and like big bags of ice. And I'm like, this is exquisite. Like, I can't believe I've done this. I'm going to be early. I played a blinder. (laughs) Get to the front door and there's three locks. And 
James goes to one of the girls, so her, we have a third roommate. He goes to her before we leave, just make sure you lock all the locks. So anyway, I get here, I put the normal lock in, opens. I put the top chub lock in, opens. And then there's a third one down at the bottom and I'm like assuming it's just the same key or something because then it wasn't opening and it didn't open. And then I was like, uh, and I was oh, on the phone no. and I was like, is there like a trick to this? And I called James and he didn't answer. <laughs> and... <laughs> in a nutshell he calls oh. me back and I go James what's the hack with the third the third lock and he goes what do you mean there's just three keys and I was like I've only ever owned two keys and he goes oh girly I got locked out and they're not going back here for weeks <laughs> I was like oh my god I was like oh my god and he's like oh girly in a nutshell then I was about to cry I was like this hasn't this this I can't believe this has happened to me right so then um, you're so close all my trinkets were on the other side of the door uh, I had a huge fucking suit sorry a huge suitcase all my bits I just bought three flagons of gin two big bags of ice <laughs> like I was ready they to were go. melting yeah and then I had to get a taxi to one of the girls houses, and I was so upset anyway we went out for New Year's it was really good crack but then I had no I, I had nowhere to go no home <laughs> I had no home and then I ended up staying out and staying somewhere else and anyway then I got to the Sunday and we went for, <laughs> for brunch and then I was like, I've no home. And then I lost my, I left my charger at um, the afters that we went to. So I had no phone charger and no home. And I was in my full outfit from New Year's Eve, which wasn't what I wanted to wear. Oh. It was like leather and leather and I wasn't into it. I looked awful. Okay. And then I was like, oh my God. Anyway, long story short, one of the girls who lives in Stockwell area, James was like, she might have a set of keys from a year ago that one of the girls left there. So I was out Go with- on, Jimbo. So I was out with two of the boys who I've fallen even more in love with <laughs> since. I was out with those and we were having brunch. And then they were like, we'll drive you. Why don't we drive you? We'll get your phone charger in oh. wherever then let's go try and find those keys in that in that other house and she wasn't there she she was like she told me where the keys were and she was like let yourself in i think they're here go in i'm i'm confused i'm confused <laughs> one of the boys finds them full more in love with them so we find score keys. him on the spot i couldn't wait to have sex him it's so excited having sex him in your living room and then well, I get back in their car. So they've gotten me my charger on one side of London and my find the keys. Then they go back to where all my baggage was on, the, on somewhere else. Get all my bags. I didn't lift a thing. They literally took everything down. Like my suitcases, all my carry-ons, everything. My flagons of gin I had brought, everything, put it in their car. And drove me all the way across London to my home. Oh my God. And then opened my door. They were both wearing barbers as well. They were like knights in shining barbers. <laughs> <laughs> I told one of them that today and he was like, oh my God. And shining barbers opened the oh. door to the gaffaroo and they brought all my baggage in. And Sophie has a home. <laughs> Not exquisite. So you're adoring knights and shining barbers. I'm just adoring those two knights and shining barbers. And then um, one of the girls who had the keys. And then obviously James for his help. But those two. Oh saved me from a, life, a lifetime of, of sadness. Misery. And I wasn't even asking for help. Oh. I was like, guys, no, no, no. And they were like, are you joking? Like, I clearly looked like an animal. Because <laughs> of my clothes, like, two days old, like, all leather. Like, I, and they just carried everything. And they were like, they were like, absolutely not. It does not make your heart hurt. Wow. I know. The nice and shining barbers. Anyway, I'm like, nice and shining barbers. 
head over heels for nice shiny barbers. Oh my god, I'm blown away by their kindness. I know. What a wonderful way to kick off the 2022. Yeah, that yeah. is great. What sisters? Yeah, such sisters. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So obviously Clara mentioned at the start that mm-hmm. you got COVID. I too got COVID. Mm-hmm. Everyone who I know got COVID. Mm, I spent my 30th birthday in my bedroom. Oh, I know. I really was upset to hear that. Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. No. I had a great 30th. Your 30th, maybe you just celebrated I think in the gods knew that that was going to happen to me. Anyone <laughs> who I told was like, thank God you had that party. Because yeah, that's what know. I thought. Yeah, so I think someone up there was like, give her a break yeah. anyway so we were talking to each other over the christmas p- period and we were like there's definitely like seven stages of omnicronic <laughs> and we don't want to dwell on it but we feel like everyone has it or has been touched by it yeah. recently mm-hmm. and we thought we would just break it down in seven stages categorize it into the wave of emotion and subsequently they all begin with d <laughs> <laughs> okay kick it off stage one disbelief and denial. Hundy P. You're like, I definitely don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. And you're like, like, no, no, I'm just being safe getting a PCR. Exactly. And if you think about how mass produced the antigens and the lateral flows are, you're like, if they're, <laughs> if they're picking it up, I, I must be so contagious. Do you know, like the PCRs seal the deal, but... Um, PCRs are so like gloating. Aren't they? They're like the big boys the coming negative into equally, town. though, the way the negative, the red line is so red. You're like, could you just give me a chill red? <laughs> it doesn't have to be violent. Could it not be like an amber? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so violent. It's like you are, you have COVID. But I feel like as soon as I got it then, it was like, it's you know in cartoons when like a jail comes down around someone and you just can't. But also you're kind of like the walls are closing in and you're like, what? I know. And you can't talk your way out of it. There's you nothing you there's can no do. There's no favour someone can do for you. It's like, no, me plus 10 days or now seven. But for me, it was 10. Yeah. And it's feet. just, and because you don't feel that bad. I didn't feel anything. Mm. Once my tonsillitis went away. I know. It's funny, isn't it? But there's a certain, because like, I did two tests on, what, the Tuesday night. And then I was like, oh, I'll just see how I feel in the morning. But you're also then, like, I'm just being careful. Yeah. As it's, if. It's fine. And then when I think about it, like, I was so naive. And then once it happens, you're like, what was I doing parading around London thinking that I'd never catch it? It's like, you're really rolling the dice every time you leave the house. Yeah, but like, you also have to live your life. I know, yeah, but I just think... Yeah, there was no... I think you were just rolling the dice. It was like a 50-50 chance. Do you remember that song in the OC? Nothing can compare <laughs> to when you wrote... Dice and swear your love's for me. What's stage two? Uh, <laughs> stage two, despair. Hundy, that's when I had my... Why not? <laughs> Shouting. Total devastation. And I remember just sitting on the end of my bed being like, this is a living nightmare. <laughs> 
I was like, I can't. Will I get home for Christmas? How the hell am I going to yeah, tell my mom? Yeah, because you were still here. Sorry, you should say that. I got it at home. You luckily got it in Dublin. I And you had made it back. Sorry, I got it on the 12th. So then I was fine by the 22nd. Yeah. But it was just kind of figuring it out where you are. What the hell am I going to do about my mom? Like I told my dad and my sisters... And then it was like, what are we going to do? Like, are we going to tell? How am I going to tell mum? And then Hannah texts me and was like, I'm in the kitchen with mum. I think you should ring her now. So then Hannah was able to like hold my mum's hand while we told her. And we were like, everything's fine. We had to kind of backward tell the story. And she had to hang up and ask my sister those questions. And who Hannah was like super helpful the whole way through. And then it was... So then she was able to, Hannah was like holding my hand through it the whole time. So she knew all the backstories. And then they rang me back in a moment, like calm down. She processed it. Yeah. But um, I do think it's like, I then started going into this, like the devastation because I def, I had a COVID cry. Then I was like, who gave it to me trying to do the like. Yeah. You're kind of trying to back Have you like do a that crime tree. scene tree. And then I'm like. With like all that twine. Yeah, and then I was like, I actually, because I did nothing the week before, the weekend before, I basically was in isolation anyway, so I think I got off the tube or something. Anyway, so I'll never know the answer to that, but then it was like, who have I given it to? And everyone I touched seemed to have gotten it, so I feel like such a super spreader, and then you've ruined loads of Christmases, and you just feel, I was rolling around in my bed, rolling around, looking like, no, it was like having the fear, but... But it was a virus. And I know, like, it's the most contagious thing ever. And it, But you cannot help but feel responsible. And I was like, oh, and then I turned to that person. Oh, no, no, I wonder if they get it. And then there is this quiet time because what it takes, it can take up to five days. So, and everyone's like, we're testing negative. We're te- don't worry about it. And then, so you're like, oh, my God, this Calm is great. Calm the storm. Calm for the storm. And then, like, the, I think the dangerous days are, like, between, what, maybe four. Defo five to seven days. That's I when. I think it was five, yeah. That's when then it's like the texts are coming in being like, no, yeah, we're positive. And it's like, oh, no. Whatever. It's not your fault. No, I know. But it's just, it's hard not to, because people had like, there was a lot of Christmas plans that had to get moved. And there's a lot of things. And you're just like, oh, God. And like, look, if I didn't give it to someone, they probably would have got it from somewhere else. You just don't know. Of course I would have. But it's like, it's so like an STD. Like, it's awful. <laughs> It really is. You like have to. No, ring it's not because I think this one because was so common. It's less like, and everyone had it. It's less. It's not like shame. Not sorry. It's not shameful to have an STD, but you don't carry that. Like you know, when people like don't even want to say it. I think last year people didn't want to say they had COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, I don't think people are like that. And the yeah, STDs, I feel like, are still pretty like. Yeah, people don't want to like, talk about it. Yeah, but also you're just... very sound if you call someone up if you gave them an STD. Yeah, look, I'd say so many people don't. What's the next stage, Clara? <laughs> Disaster. Yeah, dealing you're just with like, all the logistics. But you're just sort of like bright lights of disaster. <laughs> yeah, you're like, how do, much? How do I what have to clean kind up? of a shit picture can I paint <laughs> with this disaster? And it's like, you're figuring out all the logistics. You're your doing, flights. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, <laughs> your flights. Your contacts. Your PCRs. Your PCRs. Your the funding of the, oh. the... The funding. I know, and you couldn't get... And there was a mad thing with... Uh, a few people got stung by this. If you did an NHS... I've heard. PCR, they lock your passport. I've heard. But they time it wrong. So your passport could be blocked out for like three weeks. It's a glitch in the app. Like my cousin got, had to stay in London. She couldn't get home, even though she had COVID before me. Because the, tri- the COVID-19... Disaster. Disaster. Couldn't get home for Christmas. And she was like, she was better by the time I got diagnosed. And she was still stuck there. Because 
if you enter it into the, just warning, warning, if you do an NHS PCR. Just don't do them. Just don't do, go, go private or else don't have any plans. If you have plans to go on an airplane. And another top tip that I only found out because uh, uh, if you are testing, don't eat or drink anything 30 minutes you before your test. You told me this and you're dead right. <laughs> you got, I got a false positive. Yeah, because I would be constantly drinking coffee. No, so. yeah. And, and then I was texting my brilliant friend, Jen, and she was like, well, have you like even brushed your teeth? And I was like, I had a Barack and a coffee. And she was like, yeah, no, because like ridiculous. all the sugar or like the the stuff on it gets like was probably on your swab and then it just comes up. So no to Benny. You can get a false positive from that. Garbage. Garbage. Next stage. Depression and acceptance. Depression. <laughs> yeah. I had such a depression. So I was like, you're here. For how long? How many more days are ahead of me? But you're just like, you're here. And it's shocking. And you but can't get out of it. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, it's going to be like this. It's almost kind of relaxing though. Yeah, and you kind of like, I find it, it was definitely the healthiest Christmas I've ever had because you're... Well, am I compensating it for it now? I'm going <laughs> to eat and get a trough of pasta. I am disgusted. I'm going to roll out of Blanuary. And I'm so upset about it. Oh, well, it's only the, it's only early January. Oh, so. the damage I've done is, <laughs> the damage is done, so I guess I believe in. Yeah, depression and then acceptance. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, oh, is this what it's going to be like forever? Yeah. How am Shit. I going out of this hole? Um, next stage is delight, part one. So I. Part uh. But, <laughs> yeah. So I have beautiful people in my life who send me loads of fun stuff. So I was missing the gal dinner. They sent me an entire Ocado shopping spree. I've never used Ocado. It's the most incredible yeah. experience. They sent me flowers. My roommate Sophie sent me rosé and Maltesers, my two favourite things. My sister sent me Adelangi food. That was very chic of the girlies. It was. And the food in Adelangi's is so nutrient dense that I started feeling really full. I think my body was like, like while I was eating it. My body was like, this is just such content rich food. It was incredible. And then, oh yeah, Mick then was slagging me being like, I've never seen somebody get sent so much food for like a, a mild head cold. It was like, you would have swear you couldn't leave your... It was the your... circumstances though. <laughs> you know, I know, but he was like, for a mild head cold, people think you can't like even cook your own food. I was like, fair. You're like the granny and granddad in... Charlie yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that. Years. I know. Yeah, it was like, I was missing like my whole build up to Christmas. But like, oh, so. yeah. Oh, it was the next one. So next one is deliriousness and delusion. Kind of lack of fresh air. Lack of fresh air. Socialising. <laughs> lack of physical touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're in this weird routine. Like mine was, I'd get up around like 10 or 11. Then I'd be on the phone till like one or two. Then I'd be having me lunch. Then the sun was setting and then I began into my evening routine of... Showering down with television. Yeah, and figuring out what order am I going to eat the food in and what chocolate is going to be on offer. If I wasn't working during it, I would have been getting up at like 12 p.m. Why did you work? Something to do. Um, Would work not have given you the day off? I didn't feel sick enough and then I had a lot to do. Plus, Mm. I think it like oddly enough kept me sane. Yeah, something to if do. If I was just sitting there, and then I'd be so tired at the end of the day, and that's like normally I w- you'd be a bit like, oh, am I gonna have to? I would have to sleep. Yeah, at least you've done something with your day. Yeah. 
But I did feel like kind of when I was lying there, I was like, all my muscles are disintegrating because I As hadn't we exercised speak. them. Yeah. Yeah. But then I started getting real sick of TV because I watched like all of Gavin and Stacey within probably two days. days. It wasn't on Netflix when, I, when you told me. Oh, uh, must be off. Yeah. It's on iPlayer, so you can watch it here. It's on BBC iPlayer. Uh, but like just a mild case of hysteria settles in. Yeah, I can see why phase. people in prison go a bit labor. Mm, yeah, and you just, you're so out of your normal routine and in this weird routine. That it almost becomes normal. Yeah, and then you're like, what is real? Anyway, last and final seventh stage is delight part deux. And that's when you start testing negative, feeling positive. Freedom is here. It's arrived. You can leave your house and start licking some bus stops because you've got immunity, baby. You've got immunity. immunity. You've got immunity. <laughs> when the road is negative and you're wild and wild from the positive. You just remember you can lick the tube. Oh, you've got immunity. That's a bop for something that was so uncalled for. Woo! Obviously, because it's our first episode after the new year, we couldn't not talk about the New Year's risers. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do them quickly, girls. This is just to get everyone excited for 2022. We're not going to talk too much about them. We're just going to touch on them lightly yeah. and send you soaring into another gin and tonic. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel, yeah, I think with this whole like New Year, New You bullshit, it's like. Bear it. And I do, but I can't help but think though, like with resolutions, obviously you can all, there's the generic ones, but I do like the feeling of January because it's like a clean slate. You can leave last year and last year and then go, we're at the, you're kind of at the top looking down on the year ahead and going, lots of fun stuff is going to happen. Summer will be here. The days are getting brighter. I agree with you there. It's just, I don't like, um, I feel like the start of January is like a Monday morning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And And that's why I hate it. It's boring and dead and nothing's going on. And that's what I equate to, do you know what I mean? But I I love when people go, I'm going to do this. I don't mind that. It's just when everyone's doing it, I'm like, I know. Do you know what I mean? But I kind of, love it because I find the December roll in even this year even having COVID even when I squashed into my shortened time at home you're just on it every night or you're drinking loads and I just kind of I'm really looking forward to just the slowing down that pace change of like I don't I'm doing anything like as I said to you in a few texts like I'm embarrassingly free and I just kind of like I feel like September to December just shumps by and it, those days just evaporate because it's this big countdown to Christmas. But then when you get to January, you're like, oh, I love having nothing to do. And there's a beauty in the monotony of boringness. I think that needs to be my New Year's resolution is to be more comfortable with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I really don't like it. Maybe just be like, I think I might read a book. I think I need to be comfortable about not being boring, but the more mundane. I just kind of like uh, I sometimes I feel like life goes by so fast so that when it's when it is does feel like it's slow I'm like oh fuck yeah like oh is it only Wednesday oh or whatever I'm like oh well on to the next repetitive routine boring day yeah (laughs) 
I don't know. I just kind of, it's a nice time to catch up on yourself. I know. I think it's great. You can kind of take inventory. Take inventory and... Um, just kind of, you know, set yourself some bits. Yeah. I just don't want to talk about it a lot. Do you have any this year? So, my friend Jess was like, all instead of, she wasn't talking about New Year's resolutions, but she was like, strategize like what you want out of life and things. And then all you have to do is like really prioritize, well, what do I need to do this? And then just have whatever goals you have, just kind of go after them, but make sure they're really small or like... Attainable. Attainable. Or it's like... They say it should be smart. Specific, measured. Or measurable. Specific, measurable, attainable, isn't it? Yeah. Realistic and time. Oh, okay. That's what a goal should be. Is it A is attainable? I think it is. Smart. So Surely it can't be like go on tour with Beyonce. Well. Well. Is that not attainable? <laughs> I think it is A for attainable. It's going to annoy me. Yeah. And well, and also, yeah, okay. Well, no, I'm starting real small. One, drink more water. Oh, that was mine last year. Stunning. I failed miserably. I know. I just need to get maybe, and I tried with one of those beaker thing, or you know, those chili bo- boxes. Do you know that I think a real barrier to that is? What? London. You're constantly running around. And yeah. if you're constantly drinking water, like, there's not always a bathroom everywhere. Mm. But that is a real problem. Especially in the summertime. And especially, remember, like, you're peeing in parks. Summer, summer, <laughs> summertime. Yeah. Um, really I want to do more yoga because I just feel like my body's all tight. I feel like you live longer when you do yoga. I find, you know, when starting something, you're like, once you start it, then you're like, what, if I just picked did a class on a Tuesday or, or Wednesday or whatever and then you just do it and then you actually feel great then you really look forward to it but I, I suppose like getting on the horse is the hard one and I do a third and boring one and it's learning how to manage my finances because you know I'm of a certain age and I still don't know how to do it and I think it's pretty it's actually embarrassing at this point so just even learning like my sister's boyfriend was giving me a few tips and I think I'm going to do it shall I explain briefly so say you get paid two grand just for easy math's sake two grand a month a grand of that is bills and rent so you've got your grand mm-hmm. he said do the 70-30 rule Th- the 30% goes into like a savings holiday fund or rainy day whatever and then you take your 70 and then you, you put that on and my sister was like put that on a Revolut card or like a Monzo or whatever and then you have like 700 quid then for the month and that's what you can spend on whatever you want be it going out in the sesh, multiple pints, cinema, or whatever your, like, disposable income, and just do it like that. Whereas I think I get really bogged down by, like, the monotony of, like, oh, you have this and this, and then, then I just don't do it. And then if I redo it, then I then I just ignore it, and then I have to come back to it. Mm. So I'm going to try to do that. Yeah, you go, girl. Thank you. You can do honey. <laughs> Mine are a bit stupid now. I said this one, and it was my main one going into the new year and I mm. said it to like a few people and all of them were like you're so stupid <laughs> oh my god I need to sit up there you go <laughs> I was like my new year's resolution is to be I think at the time I said a bit less cocky <laughs> and I was being serious I was like I just want to be a bit more modest and I was like I don't mind being confident but I want to be a bit less cocky like boastful <laughs> And anyone I said to was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> and I broke it within like three minutes. Can we run it through the smart? Specific. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. is kind of specific. It- stop being so cocky. <laughs> specific, measurable. Stop boasting. A, attainable. Not so much. Not so much. Or for realistic. Mm, 
time I ruined it in like three minutes so but I do want to just maybe tone down a bit but sure we'll move on from that then my other one was like to own less trinkets I want to like clear out my stuff and not have so many trinkets what kind of trinkets do you have I have so many trinkets up in my cave like I love trinkets because I love like jewellery and little bits but like I just kind of I'd love to be like a minimalist bitch Mm. but in saying that you know what I'm actually very happy as I am I have small improvements to make yeah. being cocky and <laughs> I'd like to drink more water all those bits but for the most part I think we're both really lucky and happy girlies happy girlies but there is that uh, I think with the trinkets one you know sometimes I'm like I need to get rid of that why don't I just get rid of it and then you don't get rid of it and then when you finally do then you're like I feel amazing I pulled I did a wardrobe. out of my wardrobe yeah when I was isolating in London I did a big wardrobe clear out and I got rid of so much stuff and it just feels amazing because I feel like sometimes when you're looking at stuff in your wardrobe and you're like I haven't worn that since I moved here. But Why then you're like, I maybe it? I want to wear it to that themed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then I was, I even have like an old pair of runners and I was like, no, I'll keep them. Or like, if I go to a festival. festival. <laughs> so I'll get them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we didn't want to spend long on New Year's resolutions because I think everyone, you might like them, you might like them, you yeah. might have some, you might not. But we want to send you into 2022 feeling smiley and happy. Yes, we do. And like, there's no point, I think, putting too much pressure on yourself. It's nice to do, I do think it's nice to do lots of little self-carey bits. And I know self-care is a bit of a weird word. But, you know, take yourself to a gallery or go have a bath or just do like nice things. I think January is, because it's a shit enough month as it is. It's a nice month and it's boring to do nice things for yourself. Hundy, because you're, yeah. There's no, no one's really around. Everyone probably has coronavirus, so... It's a nice time to just, you know, have some me time and hopefully not be doing like a Veganuary or a dry January. Oh, I forgot about Veganuary. Ugh. That was, what, a fad a few years ago. Yeah. Dry January, I've never done. I've never done. I've never done a dry month. I've no desire to do one either. No. But I think, yeah, it, like January's hard enough as it is. Like just... Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself is the main... Um, and segue thank you so much for being so kind to us girls oh we've gotten some really really we've really gorgeous messages um it really came at such I a had, right it came time when i had tonsillitis and covid those ones i was sending to you and they really <laughs> really <laughs> hurt my heart um yeah. so thank you so much to those people who sent us those messages they really meant a lot and we're it glad really that is. you're enjoying it and yeah. that we might bring a bit of joy to your day in hell. I don't know. We don't know where you are. But thank you so much. We really enjoyed them. And we're very excited to kick off 2022 together. Mm-hmm. And we've loads of fab ideas. Podcasty bits. Yeah. We're doing a collab with Beyonce. And like, it's super yeah, exciting. It's so good. <laughs> it's 2022. Uh, welcome we're here we're back we're live and we live and we thrive and we thrive and to start us out in 2022 i think you should hit the high note no try it <laughs> i've tried this before <laughs> no i go to nasal <laughs> can you meet me at a note and then i'll get and then and then i can take it away uh-huh. Oh, uh, I do. Uh, what's my usual? I haven't done it in so long. Ooh. <laughs> no, it's too high. <laughs> but when I sing with you, it's fine. Sorry, do you want me to just do it? Yeah. When, who? 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 No. Yeah, oh, my. Take okay. it away. Who? Ah, 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 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.